G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. We have been talking on 2020 in recent times about the wonderful opportunity that churches have to teach religious instruction in schools. In some states, it's called SRE. Either way, those opportunities are about teaching children about Scripture and about Christianity. At an upcoming dinner in Queensland, one special guest, well-accomplished religious instruction SRE teacher, will be the special guest speaker telling her story of teaching religious instruction in schools. Julia Anderson is the wife of former Deputy Prime Minister John Anderson. Julia has been a passionate educator and a SRE instructor for more than 30 years, focused in the Liverpool Plains area of rural New South Wales. Well, she's helped expose many young people with no easy access to church or youth groups to the gospel of Jesus Christ and an awareness that they really matter to a loving God. I'll make a special welcome along to 2020 to you, Julia Anderson. Thank you, Neil, very much. Julia, you've been teaching SRE, or RI, for the last 30 years. Uh, that's quite a long time. Yes, it is. It has been a, a long time. In fact, I even took my um, children in their little pushchairs along to a few classes. So, yeah, it's been a long time. And, of course, you would have seen changes over those three decades too, and perhaps it's not as easy being an SRE teacher these days. Uh, what have you noticed changed over those years? I think the accreditation has changed, and I think uh, it has actually put a lot of people off, which is very sad. Uh, it's important that we that we do this properly, and um, I think that's probably the biggest single change. Of course, there are huge changes within the classroom itself as we look at the disintegration of families, and uh, I think there are more and more children in our classrooms that are needy in different ways, and um, sometimes there are more discipline problems than there were 30 years ago, but the heart of man has not changed, and, and the... The heart of children has not changed, and um, God loves each and every one of them. This weekend, you're making your way north, and you're the guest speaker at a dinner in Ipswich, a guest of the Christian Religious Instruction Network. What sort of things will you be talking to those gathered at that dinner about with regards to uh, religious education, religious instruction? Well, I guess I'll be giving a few anecdotes of um, things that have happened in those 30 years. Uh, but I guess our culture is based on a Christian worldview, and it hasn't always been perfect, but our freedoms derive from the Christian idea that every individual is made in God's image and is therefore worthy of respect. This is quite unique. In most cultures and belief systems, you get respect only by being powerful. So I'm going to cover four main points, I hope. The first point um, about Christian instruction is that it's important because it helps our children understand the culture they're growing up in at the same time as it encourages children to respect others of different faiths or of no faith. 
uh, Julia Gillard said, actually, that the Bible is the key to understanding our culture, and without that key, it can be very difficult to understand our society. So that, that's the first point that I'd like to make. There seems to be a fairly overwhelming feeling within the community that somehow or other, uh, some families don't want their children taught about Christianity. And while it would be the case with some, probably the minority, most families are very happy and even excited about the idea of their children learning about these cultural issues of Christianity. Interestingly, in West, where SRE, that's, that's what the New South Wales um, system calls scripture, uh, where SRE is offered in New South Wales primary, 71% of parents choose to opt in. So it's still quite quite popular. According to a recent national survey by McCrindle, 99% of Australian parents think it's important to teach values to Australian school students. And 84% believe that Australia's Christian heritage has been influential in shaping those values. So I guess the point is there that many Christian families want their children taught about the saving love of God, that he sent his son as a rescue package for us so that we can have a relationship with God. But even parents who may not be believers themselves very often recognise that the importance of Christianity and want their children to know what it is. The values that we gain from the Bible, these are not secret and they're not weird. And we know that because they've got thousands of years history, we know these values work. There is a certain sense, isn't there? The Bible's a little bit like an instruction manual and children need to be exposed to those things to understand those things more deeply. Yes, I think you're dead right. I think the Bible is like an instruction manual from the manufacturer. It teaches us about how human nature works. It provides an excellent explanation for good and evil. It teaches about what love is. I I think the most powerful words ever written on love are 1 Corinthians 13. The Bible warns of the dangers of pride and of hate. And above all, it tells us the story that young people should know about the central figure in history. It is a proof, I believe, that the accurate, that accurate history can be infinitely valuable, in fact, life-changing. And these are really important things to be teaching the next generation. If Christianity is true, it changes everything. And, of course, when we think of the prevailing issues where there's mental health challenges and children who are anxious, uh, some people noticing that that is happening more than ever, some of these values that we're taught through the Bible, they help us to be able to be resilient with the challenges we face in our lives. What are your thoughts for those who are lacking this biblical foundation and some of the extra challenges they've got to deal with because they aren't uh, equipped to be able to face those problems that they'll face in their lives? Well, that's a, that's a huge question. I, I think the Bible offers all sorts of answers for those situations. I think... Um, also, one of the difficulties we now face that many people reject Christianity without even knowing what it is. And it does seem a little unwise. After all, it's not as if our society is going better as people abandon Christianity. Like you said, record numbers of our children suffer from anxiety and depression. We now have one of the highest youth suicide rates in the world. And trust in all our society's major institutions seem to be breaking down as we reject Christianity. So I think 
that the Bible does offer and Christianity do offer a lot of um, solutions for these situations and a lot of help. There is a God that loves people, loves you intimately and loves you with all your faults and uh, is ready to forgive you and welcome you into his arms. Julia, you've been teaching SRE, religious instruction, for the last 30 years. What's your encouragement to that woman or that man listening to our conversation right now who's saying, well, I could do that. I've got a little time on my hands. I've got some flexibility at work. I could get to to teach a class or two. What's your encouragement to that person? Oh, do it. Do it. It is so rewarding. It's um, it's challenging, but that that's one of the reasons that I'm going up to do the dinner on Friday night is that there are support mechanisms. There are support mechanisms. The, the, the CRI group that we're um, supporting on Friday actually provides not only support for the people, it provides training, free training uh, every term, and it provides um, ongoing support. The other thing is if you, if you do it through the organisation such as CRI Network, you you get some encouragement as you go along and if you cannot make a lesson there are people that will pick up that spot for you and fill in it while you're away or doing whatever you need to do i um i'd wholeheartedly encourage you there's no greater or more important thing you can do than to teach people about the love of jesus well it is a fundraising event on friday night uh it's the annual giving dinner and it's being put on by the CRI Network, Christian Religious Instruction Network for Ipswich in Queensland. Now, it is a dinner and you can register to be at it. For those listeners who are in Brisbane, in Ipswich or throughout southeast Queensland, you might be within travelling distance for this Friday night. Let me encourage you to register to be at that dinner. And Julia, you'll be there with your husband, John, won't you? Yes, we will. We will. Sorry, I was just going to say I'd like to add to that that it's a non-profit organisation and if anyone was unable to make the dinner but would like to give, it is a tax-deductible gift. So register at the website cri-network.org.au That's cri-network.org.au Julia Anderson, thank you so much for taking some time to share your thoughts and your heart with us today on 2020. That's my pleasure. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.